Welcome back to another episode of The Last Action Critics. This is Season 2, Episode 12. Your hosts are Will and Ian, and we are doing Svelte Krabba Black Crab. Black Crab. We've got a big show for you today. We're going to do our usuals, how you been, yeah. what you've been watching. Yeah. We're going to talk a little bit of Oscars, which should be fun, yep. figure out what our picks are, and then we are just going to jump into Svelte Krabba or... Black Crab, which is on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you haven't seen it, go check it out. Pitch Fix Champ. Pitch Fix Champ. Will Star. Will Star. Oof. Somebody's got to give you the credit. Ah, thank you. I appreciate you doing it. I try. I'm thinking I can win it back in the next month. Think again. I got some opportunities. Uh, we we do have some opportunities. Uh, we're gonna have some guests coming in. That's the idea. Maybe not next week, but part of the fun of the show after. is you never know what's coming. You don't know. You dropped you gotta a tune in new intro today. I did. I uh, you know what? This is a this is a crystal newly crystal star <gasps> add in. Yeah, crystal star was like you should say the season and episode yep. uh, name. It's a good, and I good was like, addition. I was like, yeah, that's uh, that seems smart. We're gonna start doing that. That way, you guys can follow along and figure yeah. it out or clues you that you picked the one you didn't want. Right. Either way, I'm gonna do it from now on. It, so let's let's jump in. Let's, let's jump in. I didn't mean to in. cut you off, no, but we gotta get to important. it. All right. How you been? Tired. <laughs> <laughs> running you know, theme here. Yeah, running theme. Last week, you were part of this fun this fun bit of joy. Couldn't find my car. Mm. I was like, where's my car? Turns out, it was towed. At 1 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Ticketed and towed at 1 o'clock in the morning on a Monday. You and me had a real Tuesday Larry kind of day the next day. We did. Real Tuesday we Larry. Did. Went to the- Not in the good way, though. No, in the worst possible not way. Not in that we ate some mushrooms and hit the park kind no, of way. that's a good way. <laughs> we, we, we Maybe we ate some mushrooms on Monday and forgot where our car was. <laughs> yeah, this is a that real is, um, yeah. bureaucracy-filled- <laughs> yeah. We should come up with something else because Tuesday Larry is the good day. Yeah, and no, then, you know, Wednesday <laughs> Steve is like what happened. <laughs> what you forgot or messed up yeah. on Tuesday, you're dealing with on Wednesday. So we went to we went to the tow lot. Oh yeah, I hey, let's give Will. Oh please, yes. some credit Absolutely. on on friendship. So I you drove me. I drove this man. I around. chauffeured you around you to all your errands to that day. All the most boring places in the oh, city. The DMV. The DMV, <laughs> and then to the parking enforcement office, which was the real heartbreaker of the day because I I had gone to the DMV. And the tow lot. Mm-hmm. Two tow lots. Two tow lots. Two one tow which we lots. had to bang on a gate to get anyone to come see yeah. us. One guy. <laughs> one guy. Really undermanned. Don't get your car to. You know what? Here's what I'll say. Yeah. Pay for your registration right away. Get your yeah. smog check. Get your smog check. It. Get it done. Do it. They will tow you. They will definitely. Uh, at I'll one o'clock this. in the morning. I'm not going to tell anybody which DMV we went to because it was a quick one. Ooh, and I'd quick. like to keep it that way. Yeah. Yeah. That one. That was a good DMV. I was in and out in 45 minutes or less. Or less. Less, I think. Without any appointment. Nope. Nothing. Walked in. Walked in. And the lady was nice. Yeah. Walked in with like 10 people ahead of you in the B section. Yeah. And then boom. Wow. B for boom. Boom shakalaka. <laughs> I spent the rest of, after after we went our separate ways on Tuesday, mm. I spent the next mm, two hours going yeah. over Los Angeles tow law. Wow. Yeah. Really scoured the books. Yikes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> This yeah. set some shit in motion for you. <laughs> I had a, I was a long afternoon. <laughs> it was a long afternoon. And then, uh, best part, needed Jillian to get the car because it's her, technically her car. Her name's on the car. And you have to do it before 5 p.m. because, you know, why would anything be 
convenient. I'm not going to get into it, but Jillian worked a double that day. Mm. So we couldn't take care of it that day. She was not off until 11. And then she got on the 210 traffic, completely stopped. Did not get home till 1.30 in the morning. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Yikes. Yeah. Thank- thankfully, didn't work the next day. It worked out. But it was one of those days where it was just like, so this is what the bottom feels like. <laughs> Hey, you, these are the days where you walk by somebody who's doing worse than you and you go, I get it, man. I get it. <laughs> yep. And I appreciate you being here to make me realize that my life's not quite so bad. Yes. You kept my, you yeah. kept my emotions. You said, yeah, take yeah, the wins. Yeah. I took the wins. Yeah, we did. We took the wins. We, we got a lot Ooh. done that first day that you didn't have to deal with on the second day. Very true. Which is nice. Very true. You show up. Wifey's like, hey, what do we got to do? And you're like, I already took care of most of it. We just got to show up here, do this, show up there. Pay him some done. money. And she's like, oh. Thank you, babe. Thank you for doing all that DMV stuff. Pretty much. So, point of it all, we did Yeah, a lot of hard work. A lot of hard work. Wrong button. Nice. Wrong button. Nice. You you got to work out your memorization I, of the buttons or just give it to me was, and I'll do it. I was so confident. You were. I was so confident. <laughs> anyway, how you been? I've been good. I just finished PA Boot Camp. Mm. So, I went to a place, uh, you can look it up, it's called PA Boot Camp. Ray, who we all know, he's the one who told me about it. It's kind of fun. I mean, it's it's informationally it's fantastic. If you have thin skin or don't like people kind of like belittling you, uh this might not be the place for you. I have thick skin and have been belittled most of my life by my family. Uh you know, and I think they love me. It's endearing, but they belittle the shit out of it. We belittle the shit out of each other. There you go. We. Yeah, a it's a we. It's for sure a we. But yeah, this lady will just, she just comes at you hard. And she's just like, no bullshit. Gets it done. The information is fantastic. They give you so much like resource stuff, all this stuff. So if I can shout out one place to go, it is like 200 bucks for the, for the weekend. Okay. But again, informationally, it's great. They give you a lot of resources and they will also, once you've been through their boot camp, uh, when people call them to be like, Hey, we need PAs, they'll put your name. But in. why do they yell at you? I think it's just because they are preparing you for what that world is. Sure. When you are a PA on a set, I believe there's probably very little time for people who are for respect and for just for people who are ignorant to the process. And it's a, it's a high pressure, time sensitive. Right. You got somebody who's trying to run two to three hundred people all at once, all with different ideas. And right. when you show up and give your two cents, which is unwarranted, and you get yelled at for it, be prepared. I feel like that that was the reason she was kind of like, look, this is if you can stand this, you'll be fine on set. I'm going to be rough on you, but it's for this reason. Yeah. That being said, she was super condescending, and being a 40 year old man, it was it was almost comedic to me. I think the 20 year olds who were most of the room was like young 20 year olds in this ah. room because you know nobody's nobody's like, yeah, I'm 40. Let's go to the PA boot camp like a dickhole. <laughs> uh, so I'm for sure, I for sure was like hanging out at a table with a bunch of people who were like seniors in college. So it was a lot of fun. Right. I had a good time. I would highly recommend the boot when camp. When something's called boot camp, I feel like they almost feel obligated to be dicks. Yeah, and and she said that. I mean, and and believe me, she blasts you in the email. She says, hey, this is what it is. If you have thin skin, you're not going to want to come to this. I'm not going to be nice to you. I'm, you know, like she's more than upfront about what this is. It is a boot camp. This is not a fun, hey, we're all excited to see you. This is a, we're going to get you on page. And they do. They do a good job of training. So that was my big thing for this week. I did a couple other things, Uh, you know, this and that. But I'm ready to PA if anybody out there is like, man, I need a PA for something. I got some 
fucking skill sets now. I can read go. a call sheet like nobody's business. I got my own surveillance mic now. No big deal. There you go. I got Sharpies. I got a little pouch that they use to put stuff in because I didn't want to buy cargo pants. You know what I mean? It's like the way yeah. it was like either get some cargo shorts or you can use one of these little camera bags and put your call sheet and stuff in that. I was like, I'll go camera bag. I'm into that. You're the uh, Liam Neeson of PAing. You have a specific set of I skills. Very, I have a very specific set of skills. I don't <laughs> think I could do that. At this at this point in my life, I've hit a point where it's like, you don't yell at me. Oh, don't, really? Don't, well, just, I you still know, enjoy it. I just, I feel like, you know, flies, honey, come on. I think, I mean. I'm a grown man. Treat me like a grown man. You are a grown man, and, and she will treat you like a grown man if you act like a grown man. Okay. And, and I think that's the point. I is see. This was a class, and. Bunch of babies. When I think about being a GM at a restaurant, and I think about. If I could have had someone give this speech to the people who I hire every time, I would have enjoyed that. Got it. I would have truly enjoyed them being like, yeah, show up to work on time. (laughs) Don't be a douche. If you don't show up on time, you'll be fired. Do you get it? Strong logic. She she had some hard Ds. She'd throw the, don't do that. Like it'd be a T at the end. She'd make it a D. Yeah. Anyway. Wonderful, great. great time. Okay, uh, they teach you a little bit about producing as well, which is kind of cool, and uh, it was cool. So you can make an album now. I can make an album, essentially. Uh, <laughs> You're a real Dr. Dre. Yes. All right, let's move on. Yes. What you've been watching? We'll start with me. Let's hear it. You know, this week was kind of a light week for me, partially because you know my weekend was filled with uh, PA boot camp, which right. was you know nine to five. I watched some Daredevil because Daredevil's now out on Disney Plus. Mm-hmm. All that's gone to Disney Plus, yep. which is super fun. Uh, I watched Kimmy. Which oh, okay. is uh, a Soderbergh. Yeah. Oh, that was Soderbergh? Yeah, Soderbergh. Oh, I didn't know that was Soderbergh. How was it? I've heard mixed. You know, I, I think Soderbergh makes boring movies. I think some Like, name a good one. Out of Sight. Out of Sight. What do you mean, Out of Sight? That's, That's a great one. movie. It's a good Clooney movie. Clooney and Lopez. I love Out of Sight. I like the book, too. But that's that's okay. like a... Kimmy was a little boring. Oh, really? It's like The Net. But well, like, now I'm excited. No, no, no. But like... Missing if, Sandra Bullock. And all of the tension. Ah. It just... It's about a woman who is like essentially had some issue in college, some kind of trauma in college, and... She becomes essentially like a shut-in, right. an agoraphobe. She dreams about the outside still, and she has like this relationship with her neighbor across the way where he comes over and they they fuck it out, but then he has to leave, and she never sees him outside of this, and they just have this kind of weird – well, they, it takes place after the pandemic as well, so like they're, they've all been kind of used to being inside, yeah. and there's all glass windows – um, it's shot in right in downtown LA. Oh, fun. Um, I know the spot it is it's at. There's that little convenience store right down on like National. If you get down past like seventh and National essentially. Sure. It just kind of moves along and she obviously hears she works for a tech company, the right. tech company that like records everything in everyone's house. You know, one of those kind of like Alexa kind of things essentially. And she overhears something that she shouldn't have overheard. She tries to bring it up. She realizes this goes to the top and now they're after her. It's all over like it's a lot of lead up and then it's kind of over quickly and mm. and you never really feel that tension that much. I don't know. It just it has it's it's got Zoe Kravitz who is again fine. But yeah, it didn't quite come together for me. I do like that both this and the net are about like shut in computer people and both these women are in fantastic shape. Oh yeah. No yeah yeah yeah. yeah. You yeah. (laughs) 
I mean, I like that she's got an active sexual life in this, and that you, you know, it's like, well, yeah, you're Zoe Kravitz, like, of course you do, of course you do. It'd be weird if you were like, no, I don't really understand men, and they don't seem to like me that much. She's like, no, shut up. That would be a stretch. That's a Sandy B move, Uh, yeah, yeah. And Sandy B has struggles pulling it off herself. I feel like with um, Soderbergh, what else has he done? What else has he done? Didn't he do the one with uh, with what's her face? Yeah, oh yeah. He's done a bunch. The MMA fighter. Uh, yes, uh, Haywire. Haywire. Haywire, which has some great fights, but it's not like the greatest Again, movie. this kind of has that feel well, to it where you're kind of like, yeah, you know, she's running away from people, but you're kind of like, yeah, but they, we kind of yeah. know you're going to make it. it. There wasn't a lot of impact to it. I feel yeah. like the last 10 to 15 years of Soderbergh has been him just experimenting. Like, I'm going to try to do something, whatever, like Contagion. Did you see Contagion? Oh, Contagion was bad. I it was fine. He's done uh, Logan Lucky, I think, was him. That was a fun. That's a Soderbergh? Heist. I think that's a Lucky Soderbergh. Logan. I, Logan Lucky. Logan Lucky. I think that's a Soderbergh. I, I enjoyed that. He, the Oceans movies. Which ones? All three of them. All three of them? He, he did, did all three, three of them, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Again. First one's solid. First one's solid, yeah. but again, he has a real hard time with stakes. Okay. He doesn't really build stakes very well. Even in Lucky Logan, you're kind of like, well, yeah. Like, yeah, that was much of a, that was like a fun. Oh, Logan Lucky. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I feel like he gets into the fun, but like the stakes always seem like we're, we're fine. Well, Everything's going to be fine. Don't worry about it. I sort of you feel know, like he. Just hang out. If you look at. You know, some of the stuff, some of his earlier stuff, he start Sex, Lies, and Videotape, Out of Sight, The Limey, Aaron Brockovich, Traffic. Aaron Brockovich? Yeah. Nice. Traffic. A lot of Academy Awards. Just lighting things differently. Che. In he different did Che, part one and two. The oh. Girlfriend Experience, The Informant, Contagion, Haywire, Magic Mike was him. Ooh. Magic Mike's him? I've you never didn't like seen The Informant? Ma- uh, Damon was a delight. Damon's movie. always a delight. They went informant to kin- Contagion. Side effects, Behind the Candelabra, mm. which is HBO oh, movie. Oh, he's back to him and, him and the him him and and Damon. Damon. Yeah, they like each other. Yeah, uh, good on him. Unsane, The Laundromat. Um, that, these are the more recent ones. No yeah. Sudden Move was his last one. I feel like he sort of picks- Oh, he did No Sudden Move. That's yeah. the Cheadle and- Yeah, uh, I, didn't, I didn't watch yeah, it. Yeah, Benicio. Right? I feel like he's- Takes genres or stop, you know, and, and he's like, let me work stuff. within this to see if I can do it. Yeah, yeah. because I think um, side effects, which was this kind of about this woman, her husband gets murdered. And then it was it her? Wasn't it her? She goes, the and, you know, it felt like a lifetime movie, but with a good director, you know, and it was it, so I feel like he's he's experimenting and I a- applaud that. I, I absolutely agree. I will applaud that he is moving around and doing stuff and trying new things. I don't know that. He's a success all the time. And some of that comes from that bravery to do that. Sure. And to, I, and I to fail and be okay with that. I'll agree. So kudos you. to that. Agreed. I also watched Close, which is another Numi Rapace, right before we got on here. If you go back um, to our last season, our, when we discussed uh, women action movies. Right. I believe I discussed Close. Did you? I think I did. I don't you know remember what? that. You all should go back to season one, and uh, I don't remember Check what movie out. that was. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then uh, rewatch The Batman. Right. You and you and your you wife. Yep. Went. Crystal and I went. We were like, well, what are we going to do this? weekend or this week and i was like why don't we go see a movie in the theater i i go with ian all the time like i feel bad so it was between that and no way home and we picked the batman and again i saw it again three more hours of batman it's good it's solid it sticks nice the fun is still fun the lines still hit okay I, i went to the bathroom at a different time so i got to see the the albert scene okay alfred scene and how did that feel to you better with a little bit more context did you see what i i felt the kind of pushing from him yeah maybe a little bit of pushing but yeah 
Yeah, I, I saw it. I saw it this time. Season one, episode eight, Gunpowder Milkshake was when I discussed Close. That was when we watched all of our- Yes, Gunpowder uh, Milkshake, of yes, course. So that, of course. That, yeah, so that was when I discussed Close. So if you want to hear my opinion on Close. Well, uh, my opinion on Close is, and and this is something I'll, I'll talk about a little, just really quickly, is Numero Pace loves movies where she has a cut on her lip and a cut on her cheek. I've seen two in a row now where she, for some reason, her always getting a cut on her nose, cut on her cheek, cut on her lip. She likes three solid cuts on her face at all times interaction movies. I had this thought watching Black Crab. I was like, does she have a scar on her lip? And I went to look and she does not. She does not. Not in in real life. But I thought she did. I mean, in that movie she does. Well, in the movie she does. But I thought because I was like, I'm pretty sure I've seen this mark before. In close. In close. She gets one on the lip. She gets a couple on the cheek. She gets another nose break split. There you go. uh, Halfway through the movie. Uh, Close was fine. It's exactly what, you know, Black Crab was, in my opinion. Yeah. You know, like no better, no worse. You know, maybe a little bit less original in its kind of like idea of this thing yeah it, it struggled a little bit with kind of tying things together and making things understandable uh in terms of the plot but her performance is solid as usual Numi's solid uh, and you know the action is pretty good it's like the female extraction except less action yeah like extraction's got like surprisingly good action it's great in it. action like wow yeah. like i was like, oh okay we're Ooh. doing this thing I almost think of her as like the female Chris Hemsworth on some level. Fair <laughs> like enough. she does big movies and gets them she to can, some degree you know. or can. She can hit in that level, but yeah. she'll also just do a, a plain old action that not a lot of plot to it, but let's just go punch people. She's the Swedish Mia Jovovich, you know? It's like, just give me action, baby. Give me oh, action. Oh, yeah. That, that might be a better better comparison. That's what I watched. What did you watch? What did I? I watched a lot of stuff. I did the heavy lifting this week. You're welks. About time, I think, is a better way to put that. <laughs> Did not. <laughs> All right. I opted to hit up a bunch of docs, mostly Ocknods. That's Academy Nods. Ocknod? No. Nope. Oc- okay. Ocknods? Ocknods. Are there eight of them? What, why is it called an AC? Ac- I guess Ocknods. Ocknods. Ac- it was dumb. It was dumb. I'm sorry. No, no. I, I, I just wanted to understand it. It's okay. It's like a Numi Rapace movie. <laughs> I watched two short short films, one called Three Songs for Benazir, and the other one was Audible, both of which are on Netflix why I watched and they're both like 20 30 minutes three songs for Benazir depressing about a guy in Afghanistan a couple years ago wants to join the military and his family's like no and then he goes to work on the poppies and I guess gets addicted and ends up in a and these are not docs they're short films short short docs short docs short docs got it yeah that was about 20 minutes audible fantastic highly recommend it's about a a deaf kid in Maryland Maryland school for the deaf Mm -hmm. senior year of high school plays on the football team best friend recently committed suicide dealing with some stuff this one this one got some tears from me not gonna lie highly recommend all the kids on the team were deaf the the whole school is deaf. whole school is deaf that makes sense although it opens with them playing a texas all deaf school oh interesting yeah they had a 42 game win streak can i ask what exactly is like the or what are some of the challenges of of playing a a hearing school versus a deaf school so they don't really get into this. this is more of about about him and you do see the game but the hearing school is playing as they always would, you know, right. call and audibles and such and so forth. Whereas right. if you're deaf, you got to eyes, 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 eyes. You know, it's all about looking as opposed to talking. They don't get as into the football stuff as I, I may have liked because yeah. this is much more about, you know, like sort of snap a, counts and, exactly. you know, doing some of that kind of stuff would be interesting. Yeah. Well, their whole thing was, again, 42 game win streak in high school is, and then they got blown out by the Texas deaf team. Texas deaf beat them? Beat them. 
beat them bad. Of like course, 40 Texas is better than Maryland. Everyone knows uh, that. All right, all right, all right, all right. Okay. <laughs> but no, apparently a lot of hearing schools under, they don't expect the deaf team to be as good as they are. And then, of course, they come out. And anyway, watch it. It's short. It's fun. Then I watched the real docs. I watched uh, Flea, which is about an Iranian, or no, Afghani guy fleeing. You might want to get that checked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You might yeah. want to figure out which one of those it is. It's nominated. There's it's- a real difference there. <laughs> Uh, the Iranians and the Afghanistanians yeah, it's, it's, I mean, he's Afghani. are very he's Af- different. I'm going to say Afghani. Go team. Uh, that that one's nominated. <laughs> if you're wrong, we'll just cut this we'll just out. Cut it out. Yeah. <laughs> that, but that one is nominated for best documentary, best animated, and best foreign. I believe. Oh wow. Yeah. It's a Danish film <laughs> because he lives in Denmark. It's an interesting story. It's a very interesting story for sure. Yeah. Ascension, which is just like a no no commentary view of China, like middle-class China. So you hear like conversations, but nobody's telling you their thoughts. It's just, be- it's beautiful to the soundtrack. of. But it's just like the the size of China. It's just a whole other world. But it's, what's really interesting is is how much they push their version of capitalism. They're all about consumption. Like your life is based on consumption and like having a TikTok or whatever. And and we do that here, but in a in a less direct way. Like, there they're like, you need to buy this. Here, we're like, you should buy it. But also, like, pretend to be free. I'm not speaking so good on it, but it's interesting. No, I, I mean, it's an interesting concept of, you know, because they don't consider themselves a uh, – do they consider themselves a capitalist country? They do not. They're communists. Yeah, they're communists. But they sort of talk about the open market. The market has opened up and the economy is, is right. blossoming. Right. And, and right. the more you can get – more you can be self-sufficient on people in your country buying the items, right. the less you have to be worried about a foreign market right. uh, and tariffs and things like that that but might be going on. Uh, within your country. Right. Part of what you see in this movie, though, is that wealth gap. They sort of just go to a bunch of different jobs and then also show people not working and what you do when you're not working. But one of the jobs they go to are people learning to become butlers. What? Learning to become butlers. Butlers, okay. Butlers. And this is what the teacher says. Like, in, in the West, Downton Abbey has become a popular show, so a lot of wealthy Chinese now want butlers. Oh, wow. It's yeah. become like a fad to have a butler. Uh-huh. And at one point, you see a dinner party of, I guess, wealthy Yikes. Chinese and some butlers, and they're like, we should have our butler come tell us what the dessert is. That seems it's, a little odd. It's it's very odd, but I really want to see this movie in the U.S. The same director, same style, but just go around the U.S. Because I think to watch it, you're like, oh my gosh, so weird, so crazy. But I feel like if they went to some factories in the U.S., you'd be like, so weird, so crazy. Like you think back to some of the hurricane or the tw- tornadoes and stuff in yeah. the middle of the country, and there were like Amazon places that were like, no, you don't go home, you keep working. Hide in the storage closet, and then people died. Like, yeah. it's that kind of shit. I grew up in a factory town. There you go. Where people go to the factory, and they got shifts at every hour of the day. Factory never closes. Yep. And depending on what shift you're on, and you, you run a machine, and they literally have your hands hooked up to wires, so you can't get, oh, wow. like, if you fall asleep at the machine and your hand's in it, it'll pull them back for you. Uh, because it happens. You know, uh-huh, if, you, if uh-huh. you're putting stuff like that in, it's because yep. it happens sometimes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Or maybe more than it should. <laughs> it'll make a sign unless there's a need yeah, to. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I remember my buddy Chad used to go into work there and got to be crushing beers. You know what I mean? Because he'd want to party the night of and he'd, yeah. be, he'd be on the fourth shift, uh, which, you know, doesn't even start till like midnight. Yeah. And then go in and do his run his CC machine. But I, 
I think it would but be yes. interesting to see that compared to this because they're much more direct about your like, do your job, do your job, do your job. Here we're like, nah, you're free. Live your life. Do what you want. But seriously, worker will kill you. Or you might die. Well, we at won't work. kill you, but we there's not a lot of options. Exactly. You so know, it's, like the options are implied, and that is work or, or die. don't work and die. <laughs> there's a le- and so there's a level, I think, probably watching this movie for me, I was like, so weird, so foreign, so different. They seem so enslaved. But then it's like, but I think if somebody's shown the same light Maybe on they're just country, more real about it. I think they, they sort of do away with that. Like, Because at one point, there's somebody talking about one of the wealthy Chinese people. Like, I, want, I love the US. I want to go to the I like the freedom there. So there's almost this acknowledgement of like, yeah, we get where we are, how this works. But if they were truly a communist country, there would be a, there wouldn't be that wealth gap. It's just, I mean, there's, I mean, yes. Uh, ideally. Ideally, ideally, yes. Communism has never worked on that kind of scale, partially because of these reasons. And a lot because, of human error. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of greed and yeah. human input that is just not good input. Yeah, but it's uh, it's a fascinating movie. I think it's, and it's only like 90 minutes, but it's beautiful. And and they go to a water park at one point, and it's just the amount of inner tubes. It's just like, Jesus, so many people. Anyway, watch The Cuckoo's Nest, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest with Jillian, because she is a psych nurse and has never seen One what? Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. I know. Wow, And yeah. you know what? Maybe this is- Kinkazy. Maybe, what? Kinkazy is the guy who wrote it. Oh, the uh, writer. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe I'm coming from a weird perspective here, but I've always sure. felt this way. Nurse Ratchet, she's just doing her job. And then this guy comes up and screws it all up. Now, don't get me wrong. The last 15, 20 minutes, she gets a bit vindictive, especially with Billy. But before things are running smooth, these people are choosing to be there. She is keeping them on a schedule. And he's like, we got to go be free. And it's like, you know, maybe some of these people... And then they made the Netflix made the Ratchet series, which I haven't seen. No, nope, like a prequel right. where, like, you know, she turns into the evil, bitter person. And I'm like, get out of here. It should be an open interpretation. That might be okay of this character. Sarah I, I mean, I, I agree. Like, it, it's a it's a tough line to draw in the sand of how much are we helping these people? How much are we just sedating them until their life is over? And what what exactly is are we doing? Is it just essentially biding time right. while they live out their lives in this fog of a of a room that's dirty and creepy and they don't get a lot of visitors? Or is this like, are we truly helping them? And obviously, one flew over the cuckoo's nest. They're doing some stuff that is no longer considered kosher with the, you know, with Generally. the yeah, electric brain stuff. They do still stuff. do that. They do. They do. Although he gets a, he gets a, a lobotomy at the end. He does. That's but true. They do still do electroshock, but it's usually done in a much more... You don't do it unless it's actually helpful. So people who have like seizures and stuff like that, that like you can do electroshock. It's not a one size fits all. Exactly. You're not going to be like, you're doing bad things. Electroshock them. I just feel like there, there's a level of that character of Nurse Ratchet that's like things have been humming along. And then this guy comes in who may or may not be crazy. He's just, he's at one point they have a friggin' party. Yeah. And then this People kid, like to party. this suicidal kid who probably shouldn't be having sex with anybody right now because he's got mm. a lot of issues, okay. does, okay? And then, yes, Ratchet gets a bit a bit controlly, a bit manipulative, and then he kills himself. And that's a problem, sure. I'm just saying, can we, can we not take into account the fact that Jack Nicholson is kind of like the poop in the punch bowl, you know? <laughs> uh, yeah. 
Absolutely. We want to Absolutely. believe. He stirs the pot. He does. He stirs the pot, and, and, and he, he puts his stick in the bee's nest, and the bees all start buzzing, and someone's got to control those bees. And, and that's her job. And that's her job. And she's and, trying to do her and job. she's really trying to do her job. not letting her do her job. Yes. If anything, it really just highlights the problem with the mental health system in this country, especially back then. It has gotten better. It's still got a ways to go. It's different now having watched it with a psych nurse. Hmm. But it's going to be tough to convince me Nurse Ratchet's a terrible person up until the end. And then she takes this hard turn, and you're like, oh, God, you're horrible. Anyway, watch that. Let's move on. I want to talk about this show real quick. It's called Laugh Out Loud. It's on Amazon. There's like 15 different countries that do it. But I watched Laugh Out Loud Canada. They take 10 comedians, stick them in a room for six hours, and they're not allowed to laugh. But they have to try to make each other laugh. And so this was Canada. So you had like Dave Foley, Tom Green, Caroline Ray. John Lejoie, a dude from Letterkenny, Colin Mockery from Whose Line Is It Anyway? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And they're not allowed to laugh for six hours. And oh, wow. Six hours? Six hours together. And the winner gets like money for their charity. It's based on a Japanese show. We watched the pilot. Way more intense. The Japanese one? Way more intense. Wow. But there's not one in the US, but there's like Australia, there's like huh. Israel, there's a bunch of countries. But the Canadian one is good because I knew all the comedians and it's really funny because you're just watching these comedians who are just nonstop jokes. Now let's just finish off with the Oscars so we can go into the Oscars. I watched Being the Ricardos, Fuck Off Aaron Sorkin, and then I watched Power of the Dog. Power of the Dog. Power of the Dog. You did not love Power of the Dog. Didn't love it. I'm okay with it. It's not my favorite. Sure. But I'm fine with it. Sure. Yeah. I, I would put myself in a, in a I'm fine with it role. Yeah. Read yeah. an interview with um uh, Sam, what's his name, from 1883. Yes, Elliot, who it's, he had some issues. Yeah. And while the way he puts it isn't the greatest, I do agree there is some, when you look at it and you go, yeah, there's some inconsistencies in just kind of like how cowboys live and do and go. Sure. And, and like what exactly is a cowboy's life. And, this is an and, artsy fartsy Jane Campion movie. Like it, it is. It is. And I think he, I think that's what he speaks to. I think that's where I, I can okay. get on board. Yeah. If you're, if you're displaying this lifestyle, you know what I mean? Like giving it a little bit more kind of understanding. Okay. What, sorry. What did you think otherwise? I was fine. I thought Benedict was a bit much. Yeah. Like, we get it. Your method. Okay, take a shower. I really liked Kirsten Dunst. Okay. I did think that they spent way too much time building to the turn when he takes the kid under his wing. Because they don't give any other character, really, any development. It's just him. And so it's like, who was Kirsten Dunst before she was an alcoholic? Who exactly is this kid? Who the fuck is Jesse Plemons? He's just his brother who does, doesn't love his wife. I don't know. What's his deal? Yeah, I mean, yeah, Jesse Plemons kind of falls off the uh, out of the picture, and yeah. obviously, this is a, a movie about one person manipulating another person and messing with them, and then kind of the third person, the son in this, kind of trying to figure out what to do and how to do it. Right, essentially, not to give the turnout, but I just felt like Kirsten Dunst, while I, I thought her performance was good, yeah. her character arc was so quick. It was like, and I don't think that's her oh, fault, though. Oh, I'm, I'm. You know, I'm kind of a strong woman who's independent right. and doing this on my own and probably deals with a lot of a-hole cowboys yeah. all the time. And yet this guy gets to me in a way that doesn't make any sense. And now I'm afraid of everybody and I, high society is just too much. And now I'm just like drinking in the in between the houses yeah. and the gutter. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, 
what? There's, there isn't another and hiding spot you can put that in? That was my biggest issue with this movie was I don't think that Jane Campion as the writer, director, took enough time to give these characters a background, to 3D them, except for Benedict. Oh, it's a movie about Benedict and the kid, for oh, sure. Yeah. And even the kid's a little two-dimensional. All for, you know is he sure. opens rabbits. You're like, okay, so he's got the like crazy in him, but yeah, he's, but got, I need yeah, more. he's a little sadistic, yeah. for so sure. So that I, it was fine with it, but it was, you know, let's move on. Let's move on. Oscars. We're going to do Oscar Oscars. picks. Only the big ones. Only the big. We're going to do a quick pick. And then next week, when we return, because this weekend is the Oscars, we're going to see how good we are at picking Oscar winners. Right. So, we're going to see if the Oscars agree with us, essentially. Bingo. Here we go. Best picture. We're going to start big. Start go big. big. Best film. I'm going to read them to you. You tell me your pick. I'll tell you mine. Go team. Here are the best pictures. Belfast, Coda, Don't Look Up, Drive My Car, Dune, King Richard, Licorice Pizza, Nightmare Alley, Power of the Dog, West Side Story. Drive My Car is my pick. Okay. I have not seen Licorice Pizza. Mm -hmm. I have not seen King Richard. Mm -hmm. Was King Richard in there? Yep. Coda is in there. Mm -hmm. Coda would be my runner-up. Oh, okay. Purely on gut. I really, I, I think that movie is brilliant. Okay. And gives a lot of good representation. Yeah. So those would be mine. But just okay. as Drive our, My Car. Drive My Car, I think just as a crafted film is just, whew, it's beautiful. I need to see Drive My Car. That's the damn problem. Yeah. But, uh, you know, based on what I've seen, I think it, a masterful piece of filmmaking, Dune. That's not listed. Yeah, it is. Dune is on there? Dune is on there, yeah. As a best picture? Yeah. You wow. just, I mean, I think it was a beautiful film. But best picture? Do Bel I think it's the best? I mean, if I, you have to throw, I feel like Belfast is one that I'm, I'm gonna, I'm sleeping on because I haven't seen it. Yeah, uh, that might, that might be a, a game changer for me. I think don't drive my car when I see it. I'm gonna be like, ah, this is the one. Everybody seems to think that movie is. Yeah, I mean, it, again, it's, it's, it's antithesis to dune yeah. so don't go in thinking you're I gonna get dune that kind of show that mad max big like no I, huge yeah. as, as a, a director as a production right yes dune is an impressive production uh and i will absolutely give it that and 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 my own issues aside with the movie yeah it's it's an impressive production and cool and i think it should win for other categories for technical categories for technical yeah. categories but it's kind of like the the last lord of the rings movie that won best picture and i was right. like I love these movies, <laughs> and there's a lot of technical aspects that I think you should win for, but Best Picture yeah. was it? I think it was yeah, like a no, good no. job on all three. Right, yeah. yeah. I think if I have to, if I, I think the Academy will choose Power of the Dog based on the buzz. Oh, you think Based so? on the buzz. I think they'll choose Cumberbatch for so, Oscar. So is he your uh, is he your actor guy? He's Who's your not actor? my Who's your actor, actor guy? guy? I'm going with a guy I haven't even seen in the role. Okay. Because why not? Who? Because I'll be honest with you, I saw Denzel in Macbeth. Right. He's up. I should read that. Javier Bardem being the Ricardos, Benedict in Power of the Dog, Andrew Garfield, Tick, Tick, Boom, Will Smith, King Richard, and Denzel Macbeth. And again, Cumberbatch is really good in uh, Power of the Dog. I enjoyed him in that. Again, you know, you can't beat Denzel with in Macbeth. He's a stud. Yeah. Uh, but I'm just rooting for Will Smith. I like it. Or my dark horse and what I assume is your pick, which is Andrew Garfield. That is my pick. Again, will he win? I, I doubt it, but I think he's my... He's my, uh, I'm, he's my I'm guy. rooting for Smith. Best actress. We've got Jessica Chastain in the eyes of Tammy Faye, Olivia Coleman, Lost Daughter, Penelope Cruz, Parallel Mothers, Nicole Kidman being the Ricardos, Kristen Stewart, Spencer. And having seen only two, I'm going to give it to Olivia Coleman. Have you seen the Olivia nope. Coleman? Me neither. But I, I haven't her. seen any of these movies. Yeah. I tell you who isn't going to get it. And that's Kristen Stewart. You might uh, be right about that. Well, I don't know that I'm right. I would never give it to her. 
You haven't seen Spencer, though. Maybe it's There's amazing. There's just nothing interesting about that girl, well, in my opinion, in her acting career. She may be a very interesting person. Yeah. I should go check out Spencer. But then I have to watch her for an hour and a half at least. At least probably yeah. two hours because it's up for an Academy Award. And you got to act for even, two hours. You got to act for two hours just to get in that place. <laughs> So who you're going with Olivia Colman Olivia as well, Coleman. just because I think she's a very talented woman. I, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't hate on Chastain just for why not. It shouldn't be. I love Nicole Kidman. I like her too. She is not Lucille Ball. Yeah, and I don't think she does Javier a great Bardem job, Makes a very good Ricky Ricardo. Now I, I could be wrong, vibe. but like he gets the vibe. He gets the vibe, the vibe. But like, yeah, I mean, they're. I mean, at least facial shapes are way different. Yes, well, they, you, she you know has. Some, and, she should have got. She has some prosthetics as well, I believe, on her cheeks. But watching her try to do physical comedy, it's like you don't have what Lucille ball had and yeah who does though very true i mean lucille ball and ricky ricardo were brilliant brilliant people comedians and their their physical comedy was fantastic so for the sake of time i'm not getting into my thoughts on being the ricardos but please don't please don't i appreciate you (laughs) saking our time best supporting actor we've got siren hines in belfast troy kotzer in coda jesse plemons power of the dog jk simmons being the ricardos and cody smith mcphee power of the dog coda yeah, me Troy. too. I think I think he did a great job. Oh, he's so good in that. He's so good in that role. He made me cry. Best Supporting Actress, Jesse Buckley, The Last Daughter, Ariana DeBose, West Side Story, Judy Dench, Belfast, Kirsten Dunst, Power of the Dog, and Anjanae Ellis, King Richard. I'm going to go, because it's the only one I've seen, I'm going to go Kirsten Dunst, because I did enjoy her performance. So her I'm performance gonna, is good. I'm going to go Kirsten. Yeah, I think her performance is worthy, for sure. I would give a nod to... Uh, uh, the lady from West Side Story. Okay. Is that who you're going with? I think so. Okay. I don't know that this lady will win for it. And certainly if Kirsten gets it, I'd be okay with that. I think Kirsten did a great job with what she was given. And yeah. and who knows what else has got cut on the floor. But there you go. I haven't seen the other stuff. So All right. We'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. Let's talk about a non-Academy Award nominated film. Oh, weirdly enough. Svat Kraba. Svat Kraba. Or Black Crab. This is our second foreign film on the yeah. show yeah, yeah yeah we're going foreign this year we are going foreign or we've gone foreign we've this gone, year so far true. all right we're gonna get into this we're gonna do our normal stuff action acting directing story and gut yeah. we rate on all of these from one to five mm. one being yeah terrible mm. five being you're the academy <laughs> Or at least the Academy for an action film. Um, <laughs> whatever that means to you. And then we're going to do Rate for Ray. Yep. And we're out. Yeah. So here we go. Let's do it. Black Crab. Hope burns brightest in the cold. To end an apocalyptic war and save her daughter, a reluctant soldier embarks on a desperate mission to cross a frozen sea carrying a top secret cargo. Directed by Adam Berg, starring Numi Rapace, Jacob Oftebro, Dar Salim, Eric Enga, Ardalan Esmali, and many other talented people. You ready for 30 on the board? I am ready for 30 on the board. All right. And begin. In a world we're not sure what happened in, a lady goes to, uh, a, a, a seemingly turned military lady goes to find her daughter slash bring chemical weapons to uh, the people who need them in order to win the war. And we good with that. She kind of is not good with that. And then she decides to destroy the chemical weapon and let it play out as is. Nice. All right. She's got to do some skating. Oh. 
It's okay. <laughs> Beat it by five seconds. Well yeah. done. <laughs> Still got it. But you got the ice skating in yeah. there. Good. Well done. You are. We can get into that in a second. Unknowingly carrying biological weapons for most it's of it. True, but knowingly at the end. Knowingly at and the end. continuing. But to. she wants that daughter. She does want that daughter bad. Bad. Okay. All right. Let's get into it. Let's start with action. I'm going to let you go first. Oh, shit. 2.5. Thought it was fine. Most of the action pretty consistent. Nothing nothing crazy. Nothing barn burner. Some fun ice skating stuff. But just your, your typical go behind enemy lines. Be sneaky. We're going to have a couple firefights. And then the end has some fun explosions. But it was fine. It was good. It was solid. It kept my attention. Yeah, I 2.5 did. Meaningful action. So sometimes action is harder hitting because you care about the characters and and or it's just random and, and violent, super yeah. violent. And so it feels more impactful in that yeah. way because you kind of like they lull you a little bit with this skating thing. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, OK, we're in it. We're in it. OK, yeah. we're back out. We're back out. And when they're running to the uh, lake or the, the fjord in the first part yeah. through those trees with the with the fires, stuff coming over. Good war. Wartime action. Yeah, it was a good, good wartime war action. Yeah. And it's a little it's a little sparse on the in-between, yeah. uh, but they do have some fun stuff in it. And I, I thought overall it was 2.5 for solid. sure. So, solid. Okay. Acting. I'll let you go first on this one. Acting? I go three. Oh. Um, and I go three because uh, Numi Rapace is great in it. And I thought she did a nice job with her parts and, and her kind of emotional uh, through line was very clear to me. Mm-hmm. The cast around her the the people who go on the mission you have very little dialogue from them and i felt like all of them brought enough to the thing that you cared about their deaths you cared about their stories you cared about what was going on with them uh when they if if and when they did die that i I thought was really good and 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 the, the the little moments you had to do that they were efficient in their acting in getting that done so uh, i gave them a three for acting nice i went 2.5 because I, you know, Rapace was fun. Great. I love her. I thought otherwise it was a mostly solid war movie acting with some conflicted characters. So I could go up to a three. I'm not gonna, but I could. Yeah. Maybe I should. I don't I, know. I don't know. I felt like the main, the, the guy who turns out to be kind of the main yeah. dude, I thought he did a good job of kind of keeping us off the scent and not not knowing. I felt like the the young kid played a good kind mm-hmm. of young kid. You, you, you could tell that he was thrown into this yeah. and that war shocked. All of them had did war shocked, kind of like shell shocked. Yeah. We've all been in this way longer than we should have been. We're all depleted. Nobody knows where their loved ones are. And and let's get after it. And this is just what it is now. All right, three. Nice. You talked me up. Nice. You talked me I up. Could. Directing. You know what? I'm boosting it up right now. Three point five. Wow. You, you know, went hard. On I direction. did. I did. And and here's Please. why. This movie could have been very stupid. Very stupid. I mean, ice skating. It's a tough. I think it's tough sometimes to serious ice skate. And he did a great job. And it's beautiful. Some of the night shots are fantastic with the fires in the background and the. I thought he did a great job of pulling this all together and just keeping it going, keeping me interested. I feel like he did a good job of keeping certain characters' motivations hidden for a bit or keeping you in the with a big question mark regarding the one guy who they thought was a spy. I just thought he played with a lot of it really well. He had, a, you know, he made a solid, a solid, you know, get behind enemy lines war flick that also ends with this big conflict of, I get maybe we're all bad. I don't know. I thought he did a solid job. I, I've never seen anything from him before, and I thought this was a great introduction to him for me. 
Maybe I went too hard, but I'm fine with with my hardness. Uh, I got I gave it a two point five uh, for directing. Wow. Uh, okay. I, I felt like there's a lot to do, and having had Nikolai on the show and kind of what it's kind of like bringing that perspective of like you got a lot of big pieces you got to get in and shot and done, uh-huh. and you got a lot of you know set time where you got to you got to kind of like dress up all these like old barracks, and so he made the world look really good. And whoever his DP was gets it. Whoever their art department was gets it. There was one shot where she's driving in the Hummer and you see the, just a hole through the building. Mm-hmm. And Crystal was a little like, whoa, with that shot. You know yeah. what I mean? Like It was just kind of like weirdly, it, like you said, it's a beautiful movie. Yeah. Um, it looks really good. Where there could have been a lot of green screen, I felt like he kept the green screen low. Yeah. So all of those things I appreciate about the movie. Okay. But- Where I think him as a director got lost a little bit was pacing and either running out of time or putting too much time in the beginning and not in the end. And then the flashbacks don't seem to tell us a whole lot other than that she misses her daughter and she did have some time with her daughter, but not a lot of it. And they sometimes they're scrounging. Sometimes the daughter is there just to wake her up from her nap while she's daydreaming about her daughter in some situation. I felt like he did a nice job making the moods look different. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's a little bit more soft light and warmer in those uh, memories. Right. And when you're back here, it's harsh and cold and winter and you get that kind of like very stark difference, yeah. which looked good. But you kind of did nothing with the flashbacks. You didn't really give us any good information in them about the world or what was going on in this world of, I don't know what happened in this apocalypse. I don't know who the sides are. I don't know any of those things. And and I know you said earlier, you don't care, but to me, that's, that's at least late. Give me something. Mm -hmm. I mean, they're referencing hockey teams that they want to go see when this is all over. And I'm like, wait, can you do that? Or is that just something you're fantasizing about? Or how does this happen? And, And who's in this war and who's not in this war? Have we hit the apocalypse? Has, was a bomb dropped at some point, and now we're we're all fighting over the scraps? What, what happened? I, you know, you you you've brought me into a world, and you haven't told me much about this world except that it's cold a lot, and that <laughs> it's you know, and that thirty years ago this thing was frozen, and now it's frozen again, uh, which means something, I guess. But I don't know what thirty years ago is because I don't even know what time period well, that's we're around in. Nowish, I guess. Thirty years ago would be nowish. And why oh, would it be? Why oh, would sorry, it no, been, I don't know when thirty years ago was. I thought though everything was going. On. You know what? I feel like this all leads us into story. I'm just saying, like those those are big big issues for me. Also, I felt like the end was just like ad hoc. The pacing in the it felt like he could have built tension a little bit better in the in the in the lead up to uh, during the ice. You got this kind of creepy ice thing, yeah. and you play a little bit with that tension of of the breaking ice, uh, and you got the cool thing where the people are all frozen in the ice. I thought mm-hmm. that was, was kind of cool. rad. Yeah. Somehow she's able to dodge a, a copter that's just on her by going underneath a dock. Uh, which doesn't they, seem like much of a hiding well, spot. Maybe and, they couldn't see her at all. They didn't know where she went. Yeah, like circle back. Once I was or, fine with it. I, you was know, fine like, with I it. just felt like they were they well, were there. They were, like, they were there gone. when they needed them to be there for in an action bit. Then they were gone and and not really ah. pursuing. I, I was just like, these are wildly inconsistent bad guys. Like this copter just quit, or did he just circle back? Well, or they were like, we got to get more gas. There's so or, many places she could be. We don't have time. Uh, you know the vicinity and and how far someone can travel and how fast they can travel, and you can pretty much make an average of like where she could be and you you had your spot on her like two well, seconds but she ago was in and out, on in a and huge out, in and ice out. fjord ah. which is flat and not a lot but to she hide was under. heading towards the land so maybe they were like maybe she got on land we'll find her tomorrow okay 
Okay. Story. 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 What'd you give it? <sighs> oh, boy. I gave it a 2.5, but I don't know why. <laughs> I gave it a 2.5. I think I'm going down to a 2. I've what? already talked myself down right. to a 2. Now, I had a 2.5 as well. I will say in story, again, some of the issues I had with, with the direction I have with the story, I don't understand the world. I don't know what's going on. You're kind of lazily bringing people in, making something happen, giving us some tension or giving us some things at odds and then kind of forgetting about them and moving on. And, and this woman who's wants to save her daughter or go find her daughter at, at the very least is willing to give chemical warfare to somebody which will eventually kill her and her daughter. I, I don't know. Like it just, again, I can, I can get on board with just like, okay, we, she's just so hell bent on finding her daughter that it doesn't matter. And she's, un, 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 she's unrelenting and she'll deal with that when that happens. I, I can get on board with that. Uh, I like that the guy who we think is kind of a bad guy turns out to be actually a pretty decent human being and, and is kind of over this war. And that's kind of why, what, what his deal is. So I just felt like, again, at the end, you just kind of smush it all in there. Like, who wrote this scene where they go, you know what? We'll just never get up there. We're two gimpy people. <laughs> I got a, a, a scalpel, and I'll tuck that in. Yep. And then we got medals on. So we'll use that cachet, and then we'll kill some dudes, get in there. Nobody will really come to the rescue. We'll hit a button, somehow hit the button, get into that into their stuff, get out of there, walk out. Nobody's looking at the bloody people. The the one person who's literally shot through the gut or is bleeding out of the gut, the other guy, and then he gets on the copter at the end and they're like, yeah, it's cool. You can just get on the copter, they bro. Did- Nobody really cares. They're all, I mean, obviously they're all predisposed with this woman who has a grenade on the stuff they really want to win the war and kill everybody, essentially, mm-hmm. um, which is not winning the war. That's just killing everybody. Yeah. So I, I can get behind her doing that. And obviously her daughter, she assumes, is dead, so she's just going to see her daughter. Right. Great. And then they meet in the water and, I, I don't know, live in Atlantis for the rest uh, of their lives. <laughs> I 2.5 for story as well. It's a story we've seen. Uh, no, oh. no. Not as well anymore. I'm at the two. Right. Sorry. Uh, uh, 2.5 by myself. <laughs> because we've seen this movie dating back, I can only assume, to like World War One pictures. You know, how many times have we watched a team – a crack. Well, this wasn't a crack team. Well, they were good ice skaters. Yeah, essentially, you were just a good ice right. skater, and they put in. The, you know, they had Soldier a sniper too. guy. Yeah. They the had lady like, and the, other the guy. lady and the other guy. Right. You know, yeah. But they're. I mean, yeah. they're throwing people in. They were. The end was agreed. Was a bit rushed. It kind of it hurt the movie a little bit because I I like in in movies like this unknowns. I'm okay not knowing what's going on. I like the idea of being thrown into this, and you're just kind of like, ah, we're in the middle of it. Fuck. You know, I like that. I'm cool with that. That's fine with me. I don't need to know who, quote, the enemy is. I don't need to know. Are they Norwegian? Are they Russian? Are they Chinese? I don't know. Just a clear, I mean, and I don't need it. I don't need it immediately. But throughout the movie, I need to get enough hints to understand how maybe some of this started or, you know, what what was the what was the early thing that happened and, and why and and who are these guys who are just walking down a, a car park where everyone just seemingly is maybe happy or like what's the what's the timing of her being in the car with her daughter and and ducking and some of the other times when with her daughter well, that and her was flashbacks that was the last time she saw her daughter so the the world she's trying to escape right, right, a yeah. city i'm guessing and yeah. then the enemy is i think the enemy but it's like they're listening talking about karaoke with the grandma and the daughter seems like she's ignorant well, they're but, having memories they're but, having memories but in in the earlier stuff it's very 
obvious they both are living in an apocalyptic well, they're world. Having a, they're having a nice moment in the car as they're driving away. Yeah, I guess so. But I feel like the daughter was weirdly naive to the danger until the shooting started. Maybe they hadn't encountered direct shooting yet. Look, yeah. the enemy maybe is us. You know, we are the enemy because everybody at the end is the enemy. We're yeah. all good. We're all bad. It doesn't mm. matter. It's a metaphor. It's a metaphor. It's give a me, metaphor. Give me some understanding of, of what is <laughs> happened or is going to happen or what led to these events. Something. Ugh, it just so bothers me. It takes details. me out. Get it just out takes me here. out. Well, you know what? I'll take you out. I'll take you out. You won't know where you I don't know where I'm going with that. Anyway. Got real woodshedy there for a second. It did. Got. No, no. Keep going with story. I want to hear more <laughs> about your story opinions. <laughs> I, okay. Um. It, it was fine. They did a good job by pulling me along. I didn't. It need, was fine. It was fine. This two point five. It was fine. Good job. I watched the movie. I enjoyed the movie. The end fell apart a little bit, but all in all, I had a good time. It was. It you know. It it, it was ice skating. You know. <laughs> Heard. I don't mind vague. I don't mind dark. She blows up at the end. It was kind of cool. Like, I don't. I don't need it to be the greatest story in the world for me to enjoy it. It was fine. It's a tried and true story that they did on ice skates. Okay, if there were no ice skates, it'd be a two. No ice no, skates no, gives no, it a half no, a point. No, okay, it was a joke. It was a joke. Yeah, okay, it was fine. I liked it. You know, gut. Okay, I'm going to gut. Shut up. I'm going to gut. Three. Right. I gave it three for gut because I liked it. I had a good time. It was a fun movie. I give it a 2.5 for gut. 2.5 for gut. That's a half a point down. And I'll tell you why. Because, yeah, like you said, I can get through it. It's fine. There's no point where I was like, I, this is unwatchable or, uh, what, what's with this movie? It was just kind of like, just around the perimeter. I was like, that's lazy. Eh, that doesn't really make a lot of sense. Where, you know, when, when those start to creep in, I know I can't go above 2.5. I know that because we've done it too many times and we've gotten called on it. We've but, Tomorrow Ward things. Okay. Well, you know, like we've had these mistakes. I do I, think I this is start, better than Tomorrow I, War. I have to start rectifying that for myself. You have to be better. Be best. I have to be better. And this is my attempt at trying not to overrate something. Does that makes sense. Never going to happen with me. I know. I'm just going to keep failing. Just give them away. Just <laughs> give them away points. Give them away with 3.5s. Woo, 3.5. Like, that's some shit you'd give to the Batman. Fine, three. I don't three, give 3.5s three. Three. away I'm to a movie. Sorry, that I... everybody. It's a three. It's a goddamn three. I'm just saying, if you're giving a 3.5 away, this is a movie you're going to tell somebody about. You know what I mean? I wouldn't tell anybody about this. I'd be like, yeah, I watched, um, what was that movie I watched the other day? That's, that's where this movie finds. It was like, yeah, it was kind of enjoyable. It was all right. Yeah. Oh, what was its name? Svart. It's Svart something. Svart crab. We're not Shvart, Swedish. Svart kraba. All right. Let's not overdo the Svart kraba. Svart kraba. <laughs> Svarta. This isn't Sparta. All right. I'm so sorry. It's, I'm it's, so sorry. It's fine. No, you, you. we need somebody to have these thoughts. Because <laughs> I'm just out here like, I like it. Don't tell them it's bad. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Whatever. I'm, I'm standing. You know what? You my- are just the care bear of this group for sure. <laughs> but you well, know, I like them and I care about people and I don't want to hurt their feelings. He's probably got a great backstory. Yeah, sure. Yeah, he's probably Iranian or Afghanistanian <laughs> or something. Who knows? His backstory is probably really relevant. Get out of here. Yeah. Watch this cool doc. Did I tell you about it? I don't know the ethnicity of the person uh, the doc is based on. Probably important. Now He's I in can... Denmark now. I know. I know the name of the white place he goes to. Now I can't cut that out. Yeah, you're uh, done. You've you're locked in. it in. You, you locked you in. Shit. Shamed you. Shit. 
But you know what? My gut is my gut, and I'm allowed to feel however I damn well please. Heard. I could have given it a five because it's my goddamn gut. Your gut is your gut. And well, come at your me on gut, gut is, bro. Your gut is the least of my worries. Your gut is on point, you know? But a couple of your other ratings got a little wackadoo. Okay, let's let's rate for Ray. Oh, yeah, let's, let's, oh, and just so our overalls, mine was 14, yours was 12.5. Also known as appropriate. <laughs> Ray, I give it a two. Plays yeah. Chance and Field. <laughs> Ray, I don't, yeah, I say don't watch it, Ray. You got other things to watch. You'll be fine. If you're on a plane. Uh, if you're on a plane, fine. You Again, know, Swedish. There's just so many other movies to watch out there that are just as good or not as good or, you, you know what I mean? Like, just kind of, it's real middle of the road stuff here <laughs> it's fun was it necessarily like a show worthy movie it's exactly what it is which is straight to netflix yeah and maybe not in sweden maybe not in sweden but you know you know we're not in sweden straight to netflix do your thing probably gets lost even netflix didn't hype it real hard they did not you know they were kind of like yeah, it's, yeah we're putting it on we bought it uh, but this one's yeah. on me. This is on me. Yeah. So anyway, I long story that. short, we're good. So you're going two for Ray or one for Ray? You're going. Uh, one. I'm going. I'm going one for Ray. Just don't worry about it. Not not to be a hater, but just to be like, I would pick something else to watch on a train, plane, or an automobile. Yeah. But like close. if I was stuck there, I wouldn't be unhappy. What Again, if you had to choose between close and black crab? I'd choose close. Oh I fuck think. off! I think I'd choose close. <gasps> I just think it's ah, no. Nah, both are pretty. Both are pretty even. They're pretty even. I don't know that I could pick. Watch half of one I, yeah. and the other half. Of the I, other. Yeah, I, I don't know that I would know I'd changed movies. I'd be like, <laughs> Wait, which, where are we again? You'd be like, where's the ice skating? Yeah, where's the ice skating? Well, how did we get to the Look, desert? if you want to watch good ice skating scenes, watch The Cutting yeah. Edge and watch this. Oh, and yeah. that's all you yeah. ever need. That's how, I, that's how I got Crystal to watch it. I was like, oh, it's an ice skating movie. She's like, oh, cool. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a good husband. I know that. <laughs> You're now. only a weekend. I'm only a weekend. I'm already, I'm already using my using Ugh. my chips up. You know, I watch a fair amount of what Crystal wants to watch in the evenings. There you go. So. I, you know, Granted, I think I don't think we tomorrow award ourselves with this movie. I think this movie's better than Tomorrow War. <laughs> what? Hmm. It's more put together, fewer plot holes. Just because you didn't give us a plot, and that's okay. <laughs> like it's just lacking all detail. But yeah. Okay, sure. I don't even know how to compare these two movies necessarily. But By the yes, way, flee some stupid Afghanistan. Stuff. Just putting that out there. Afghanistan. Officially. You got it? Yeah, I was you right it the up. second time. The second time. <laughs> okay, great. <laughs> great. It's a good movie. Anyway, next week. Next week. What do we got next week? What do we have next week? We have The Lost City. Yeah, we do. With Sandy B, Che mm-hmm. Tates, Brad Pitt. Uh, and B Peasel. And Danny Rads. Danny Rads. Big Danny Rads. Oh, The Cliff. The Cliff. Oh, this is going to be awesome. Uh, I'm actually truly excited about this movie. I hope it's as good. It's, it's for sure action comedy. We might be doing a double date. We might be doing a double date. We might date. be doing the old, our first husband, wife, husband, wife movie night. Yeah, yeah. Well done, us. Neither of them will appear on the show, but. Nope. Not not but, because we don't want them on no, the show. No, I want them. But they're not. they're just not going to do it. They're not going to do it. Nope. I thought Jill would. Yeah, she's got to listen first. Oh, you're, have you made that rule? No, I haven't made that rule. I'm just saying, like, let's start somewhere. It's true. It's yeah, true. No. Try Show caring, yeah. Jillian. Don't worry, she won't hear it. I know. I know. Yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> it's fine. She's yeah. very busy. Yeah, yeah. No, it's fine. It's fine. Busy. 
Uh, she tells me she's proud. I shouldn't say proud, but yeah, you know, yeah, good yeah, job. Yeah, yeah. Glad you're occupying your time. Yeah, no, I mean she's making some money. So, she is. You know, she's, she's the money. We give her the we yeah. give her the cred. Yeah, absolutely. That's all we got for today. Thank you guys so much for listening. And mm-hmm. as we always say, there is a bomb in the oven. Exit on the damn poolside. studying comedy my entire life and the only thing that doesn't exist in comedy is a battle and now they need to battle and you're just like okay calm down there fella (laughs) forever gonna make a 45 minute episode we gotta get to it (laughs) It buddy didn't happen last week didn't happen last week we tried